Welcome to the show, guys. This is Athlete Maestro, and the goal with every single episode of the show is to help you break your mental and physical limitations in sports and to also help you understand the business side of sports. On today's episode, guys, I want to talk to you about how to hack training alone as an athlete. How to hack training alone as an athlete. If there's anything that COVID has taught us, you know, and of course, I know things are beginning to open up, uh, things are easing up. It's it's not returned to normal yet, but it's somewhat gradually starting to come back to normal, especially for the athletes. Maybe not the fans who are not still let into stadiums and things like that, but for the athletes. So one thing you would have learned with COVID is that you would have had to be alone. So whether that's, you know, training alone, obviously there was lockdown. So it meant that you were at home. But during that period, when you were at home, you would have needed to keep fit. You would have needed to continue training in some way. So it kind of introduced us a little bit to this concept of being alone at a particular point in time. Now, when you juxtapose that, you know, with the spot that you play and the fact that there's going to come a time in your career or there should be multiple times in your career where you should be training alone. How do you hack this process because it's a struggle for a lot of athletes in the sense that it's very lonely that's just it plain and simple it's very lonely to train alone so how then do you hack the process knowing fully well that is a very important component of being an athlete and achieving the goals that you set for yourself that's exactly what i want to break down on this episode for you this episode guys is brought to you by my program mental mastery now of course just like you heard the goal and the purpose of every single episode on this podcast is to help you break your mental and physical limitations in sports as well as learn about the business side of sports there's a reason the mental is the first part and that means that it is one of the key ingredients that you need as an athlete if you are going to achieve your sports goals and that's exactly why i put that program together mental mastery master the mental game in sports and eliminate the mental blocks that are holding you back from performing your best athletemaestro.com forward slash mental mastery athletemaestro.com forward slash mental mastery where you would learn the mental game in sports and of course unleash yourself perform as best as you have ever performed in your career when you get that program come back here where we'll be talking about how to hack training alone as an athlete welcome to athlete maestro a podcast tailored for athlete development improvement and peak performance and now here's your host Welcome back to the show. And of course, we're going to get straight into it. Now, the reason why this episode is key, you know, I did a little bit of an introduction using COVID and and all of that. But the reason why this episode is key and the reason why training alone is key, maybe I should start with, you know, what precipitated this episode. So last week, obviously, uh, we had Tom Mura on the podcast. And I'm sure you guys, if you have not listened to it, I don't care if you're a footballer or not. If you have not listened to that episode, then I don't know what you're doing because it's something that you should be listening to. You should be listening to episodes like that. It is absolutely important. And of course, it's very key to your development. And one of the things that Tom and I talk about in that episode and something that kept coming up 
especially as Tom was answering the questions, was that athletes needed to learn to train alone. That it was important for athletes to learn to train alone. It was a key component, you know, just taking the ball and going outside and looking for a wall and doing what you do and things like that. You know, I thought to myself, I was like, this is something that I've always said. So I've always believed, and of course, this is backed up by uh, my episode with John O'Sullivan, where he said, look, if as an athlete, you don't train alone, then you're not serious about growing professional or you're not serious about making it in sports or you have not even started at all, you know, in your journey. So you might as well just forget it. And of course, I tell parents this as well, that if your child wants to play sports and they don't find time to train alone, whatever sport it is, then of course, they're not ready. <laughs> they're just not going to do it. And that's why this episode is key. If you don't, let me repeat it again. If you do not train alone as an athlete, so you're always waiting for team training. So especially those of you that play team sports. Now, if you don't play team sports and you thought, oh, maybe you're off the hook. No, you're not. You're absolutely not off the hook. So if you don't train until your coach calls you to train, until there are people around, you know, so I know that in track and field, you know, coaches always have groups of athletes that they train. So if you cannot train, except that your group is there, then mark it down. Maybe you can write it down. You would never be a professional athlete. You would never be a professional athlete. Now, you can become a professional athlete after training alone, and then you can rest on your laurels, you know, and start taking it easy and things like that. No problem. But as it concerns you getting through the door, you will never achieve that goal if you don't learn to train alone. And of course, the whole concept of training alone is that you are putting in extra hours and you're learning different things. And of course, I want to talk about some of those things in this episode. Now, the reason why this is hard, because I've worked with athletes who have had difficulties training alone for such a long time. You know, so when um, they need to go out there alone, there's no other person, there's no friend, there's no teammate. It's always tough. And you see, the underlying factor in this or the bottom line in this is the fact that look as human beings we're social animals and we always crave so i think it was um one of these guys who has this law i've forgotten his name now you know where that, that's one of the laws the the social nature of us as human beings is one of those laws that you know we we cannot do without and that's why we we crave for what people say about us that's why we are concerned about the perceptions that people have about us that's why we want to know what people think about us and things like that it's because of that social thing so when it comes to training why in the world would i take my tool of trades whether it's a football basketball whichever one it is why would i go out alone when i could have my teammates come train with me when I could have, um, who else is it? When I could have um, the fans come watch me while I'm training. Why, in God's name, would I want to train alone? So I understand the difficulty that you find yourself in. I, I totally, totally understand it because it is a law of nature to be social animals. So as human beings, we are social. So don't think that, oh, because I find it difficult to train alone. Because I don't like training alone, then maybe there's something wrong with me. Then maybe there is. No, no, no. It's normal that you don't like it. But remember, over time on this podcast, we have talked about how, hey, it's not the things that you like to do that you would always get to do. If that's how the world works, then everybody would get what they wanted. But there's a reason why everybody doesn't get what they wanted because that's not how life works. Because there are certain things that you're going to have to fight for. Certain things you're going to have to fight yourself 
for those things let's get into it guys how to hack training alone and the first thing guys is that you have to find ways to make it fun you have to find ways to make it fun that's one of the concerns that athletes have when it comes to training alone the first thing you're thinking about is is it going to be fun the reason you're thinking about that is if you had your teammates with you you guys can goof around you guys can joke you know you can say something the other person responds you can jump on each other you know you, you that fun more or less is natural when there are more people there even if it's your coach that is there you know your coach does something funny you laugh you do something funny your coach laughs you share banter you talk about what happened yesterday during you know a particular game or tournament or match or oh did you hear about what happened to this other athlete you know that is maybe a competitor with you or a teammate you know there's conversation there's fun stuff but when it comes to training alone it's just you <laughs> it's just you and that is where the difficulty comes in so the first thing that you're thinking in your mind as you prepare for personal training time is how can i make this training fun so do you go to that training with music in the background do you go to that training you know in your mind probably thinking about certain things that that get you in the mood do you set up that personal training in a way that it is going to be fun so maybe gradual progression as you learn the things that you're learning or as you do the things that you're doing you see what is fun for athlete a might not be fun for athlete b that's why it has to be there's a reason why it's called personal training time training alone is your time to yourself so you have to determine how it is okay first and foremost what are the things that are fun to you so if someone was going to set up a training session what would be fun to you in that training session so those are the kind of things you're thinking about because without you finding a way to make your training sessions fun it's one of the reasons why you don't look forward to training alone and you rather just ah, no, i'm not doing this uh, rather be on my own and things like that that's one of the key reasons because you have not seen or you have not found a way to enjoy that process so more or less to kick the boring angle completely out of it so you have to find ways to make training fun so whether it's in the drills that you set up for yourself to do or whether it's in what is in the ambience or what is in the surroundings or maybe it's the obstacle course that you set for yourself and things like that the first way to hack training alone is that you need to make it fun you need to make it fun number two hack guys that i have for you in terms of training alone is have definite objectives have definite objectives again the reason you're not looking forward to training alone is you're thinking to yourself what exactly am i going to be doing so if you go to training for example and you're just juggling so i use footballers as an example and you're just juggling the ball and you're just juggling the ball okay to what end are you juggling the ball what are you hoping to achieve by juggling the ball what are you hoping you would do by juggling the ball what's the next level of that juggling of the ball you see if you don't have definite objectives so specific objectives for that training session alone it's going to be a problem it's going to be a problem because you're going to go there you're going to be clueless you're going to be lost and of course if you are those two things then it means that you're going to be bored if you're bored then i mean come on it defeats the whole objective of everything that you're trying to do it defeats the entire objective of all of those things so that's the number two thing guys is that you have to have definite objectives so in preparing for that personal training session the first thing you are asking yourself is what do i want to get from this training 
what objective am i trying to get what objective am i trying to achieve what thing am i trying to do in this particular training session that's the question that we are all asking and that's the way that you hack that training because the minute you have the defined objectives so maybe three of them or four of them whichever one it is the minute you have those defined objectives then you are going in there with a purpose and a man or an athlete who has purpose is someone who will do that thing that they want to do so going in there with purpose you're not you're not going in there confused or you're not going in there lost. No, there's a purpose for this training. Okay, this is a particular part of my game that I want to work on in this training session. How would I know that I have successfully worked on that part of my game by doing X, Y, and Z? So that's the number two hack, guys. You have to ensure that you have defined objectives. So definite objectives for each of those training sessions. The reason you struggle is because you do not have definite objectives for that particular training session that's number two guys number three is that you need to focus on the task and not on the time so you see the reason why you know when when you're when you're in a group setting now because it's fun because there's an objective for that training session which of course has been set by the coach or, or whichever one it is it is very very easy for you to not even be concerned about the time that you're spending in training. And that's why when it's time for you, you know, to pack up shop, close training session, more often than not, you don't want to leave. Now, I'm not talking about the elite athletes who, you know, play games every weekend, midweek. So some of them, they literally sometimes just need a break. They just get away from everything that is happening. I'm not talking about those guys. I'm talking about you that is trying to break through. Or I'm talking about you that just broke through and you need to prove yourself. You see, when you focus on the time, that is when it appears that the time now begins to slow down. Like, like it's five minutes for, for 25 minutes. So every time you check your time, five, five minutes, it's like the time doesn't even move. And that's because you are focusing on the time rather than the task that you're there to do. So that objective that you have set, you're not focused on that objective. You're looking at the time. So I've been here for 30 minutes. I've been here for one hour. I've been here for an hour and a half. You know, uh, this is boring. Oh, this is the, no, because you are looking at the time. You are not looking at the task that you are trying to achieve. That's where your attention has to change. And you have to now make that U-turn, so to speak, to now begin to focus on the specific task it is that you are working on. You see, if you are um, immersed in the task you're trying to achieve, you will not even know when that time will fly by. And that's why you would see that as a child or as children, you know, the reason why you get lost outside, you know, so you don't even realize that it's dark because you've been playing so much is because you were immersed in that task that you were doing. So that play that you were playing, you see, you see those days, I don't know how things work now because of social media, you know, gadgets and tablets and all of these things, you know, but those days when kids go outside, they're so immersed in that task that they forget that, you know, time has gone, it's getting dark. And then, of course, their parents have to pull them in and be like, oh, can't you see that it's dark? Will you get back inside? Because they were immersed in the task. And, of course, it would have happened to you as well. You know, there must be something that you're passionate about outside of sport that you do. And there's going to be a time when you have immersed yourself in that task so much that you forgot about time. I'm sure it has happened to you. So if you're one of those people who is into gadgets, you know, there would have been times when you were into your gadget so much that more or less you forgot that time had gone. You literally forgot. 
that time had gone. I know it has happened to you because it has happened to me as well before. So number three thing, guys, is that you have to focus on the task and not the time. Focus on the task and not the time. Number four thing, guys, is work on the things you can't work on with your team. That's the number four hack. This is an opportunity for you to work on certain things that you will not be able to work on with the team. So let's assume you play team sports. You know, and you're not at that level yet where uh, the coach can put you on personal training time. So you're going to see this, you know, with footballers, with basketballers, with with majority of the team sports. So if there's a particular player who is coming back from injury or if there's a particular player who has been struggling for form, you know, and the coach uh, wants to slowly bring them back into the fold or the coach wants them to work on specific things in their game that will help them improve and get better, you know, and things like that. One of the key things that the coach will do is to take that player aside from the team and get them to train alone. So more or less like personal training time. So they would then have specific instructions on the things that they want that athlete to work on. So you need to work on this, you need to work on this, you need to work on this and that. You see, personal training time, when you're training alone, this is an opportunity for you to work on the things you would not be able to work on in the team. So if you're not at the point where you have that luxury, where the team, the, the, the coach of the team will take you aside and say, hey, let's devote personal time to this guy so that, you know, he can train. If you don't have that luxury, then it means that those are the things that you take on your own. So, for example, now there are certain techniques that you need to work on either as a footballer or as a basketballer that you would never get the opportunity to work on in the team setting. Why? Because when you get to the team setting, the coach is trying to build a team that is going to win games. The coach doesn't have time to then say, okay, you work on this specific thing that is particular to you. No, you're working on tactics. How are we going to execute in this next game? How do we have team cohesion where everybody is working as a unit? Everybody is working as one. That's what the coach is thinking about. So except you are a real asset and you're a real superstar, then they say, okay, I'm going to give you maybe two, three times a week, you know, three hours, you work on your own, you do the, except that it's not going to happen. So what are the things in your sports that you cannot work on in a team setting? Those are the things that you should work on alone. So if, for example, now you needed to practice your shooting, if you don't have time during the team training session to say, okay, I want to work on my shooting alone, where else are you going to work on it? It's alone. And that's why you'd see David Beckham in football, Cristiano Ronaldo in football, LeBron James in basketball, Kobe Bryant in basketball, just mentioned um, Tom Brady, Drew Brees in American football. What did they usually do after team training? They stayed back. To work on their game and you see the things they would have been working on when they stayed back were things they can't work on when the team is there and that's the hack guys what are those things that you can't work on in a team setting those are the things that you should do on your own and of course i'm imagining you know those of you that play individual sports and thinking okay maybe this hack is not for me no the hack is for you as well because you see when your coaches so let's say you play tennis for example when your coach is around your coach is watching for certain specific movements. So the coach is, watch, is watching to see how you are executing certain things. You see, not all of those coaches would have the luxury of time to allow you work on things. So the things that you can work on alone to work on those things when the coach is there. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. Because what the coach wants to see is how you are going to execute in a game setting. In a match setting, of course, this applies also, you know, to the track and field stars as well. 
Because when the coach is there, you know, they want to video, they want to see, okay, you know, do you have the right technique? Do you have the right thing? Your explosion out of the blocks, you know, how is that? How are you doing this? So the same thing, if you're throwing javelin, what, what's your form, you know, that they're going to use to gauge and to judge those things? You see, when you are alone, there are certain things. So those things that you could not watch on when your coach was there, because it would have felt like, you know, we need to maximize this training session while we are here. Those are the things that you work on alone. Those are the things that you work on alone. That's the number four hack that I have for you guys. Work on the things you can't work on with your team. So when I say your team, it doesn't mean team sports. It could mean when your coach is around, when you know other teammates are around and they want to do other things. It could also mean that as well. And the final hack, guys, number five is that you need to visualize. You see, you see, visualization is so powerful because it, it takes you on a journey that like I, I don't know what else can take you on that journey so there was there was this uh, video that was making the rounds on social media as at the time i was recording this you know of this young boy and his dad who were playing um wwe you know so the guy would climb the his courts you know and he would jump on his dad and then they, they matched it with a commentary from you know, one of these live wwe scenes oh it gives him a slam oh he's counting one two you know you know stuff like that you see and what that reminded me you see those were two people father and son who were playing alone in a way they were visualizing themselves on the wwe scene which made that thing fun and which made quote and unquote that personal training uh, more palatable if i can use that word you see guys you need to visualize you see when you're training alone it's like you are training in the stadium with the people watching you and you only achieve that through visualization so when you go to the park when you go to your backyard when you go to your garden to more or less train and work on those things you can't work on with your team you need to visualize yourself not in that garden not in that backyard not in that park but in front of millions of fans so just imagine people watching you imagine them cheering for you you know so when you make that pass that pass you're trying to work on with your weaker foot or with your weaker hand when you make that pass what's their reaction what do they see? What do they say? How do they react? You know, th- those are th- you you achieve that, guys, through visualization. When you visualize yourself, you know, in another dimension, in another space, you see, it's going to pump your spirits up, and of course, it's going to ensure that you get more out of that personal training time. These are my five hacks, guys. First thing is that you need to find ways to make it fun. If it's not fun, it more or less defeats the purpose, and of course, everybody is going to go home unhappy so to speak number two have definite objectives without definite objectives you're going to be lost if you're lost i mean come on what's the purpose of what you're doing number three is focus on the task and not the time the time will pass anyways if you stay at it longer it's not going to make the time go faster so you need to work on those tasks focus on the task at hand number four is work on the things you can't work on with your team that's the secret guys work on the things You can't work on with your team. And of course, number five is that you need to visualize. You need to visualize. That's extremely, extremely key in achieving the objectives and the goals that you set for yourself. COVID has taught us to, you know, walk alone, train alone, so to speak. And of course, it's one of those key ingredients that you also need as an athlete. Head over to the website, guys, athletemaestro.com. Check out all the other free resources that we have for you there, free resources, paid resources, you know, that you can use to take your game 
to the next level and of course if you enjoyed this episode just screenshot it while you're listening to it you know post it on social media platforms facebook twitter instagram you know i'm on linkedin as well you know just share some love and tell us how you are enjoying the episode uh, that i'm putting out there and how of course it is impacting your learning development if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review highly encourage that you do so what your rating and review does is that it tells other athletes that this is a worthwhile resource they can use to take their game their goals everything they are doing in sports to the next level if you haven't or you don't know how to subscribe or you don't know how to leave that rating and review head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of this show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there i want you to start training alone by using these hacks i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day.